the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Perspective. Teaching. Conversation. This is Isaiah 61. Over the next half hour, you'll hear why the Lord provided those verses and how they can be used in witnessing, in the church, and in daily life as God's children. Now, here's your host of Isaiah 61 from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe Sutton. Hey, how you doing, everybody? This is Pastor Joe Sutton, and I'm here again on you this Saturday, uh, just coming back from enjoying, as everyone has, enjoying these holidays and and uh, this uh, mandatory uh, slowdown. I call it the mandatory slowdown in the Christian community. You can't find anybody till after New Year's. <laughs> uh, you know, your kids are home, and and uh, you sometimes we, we, we take off days to be with them and be with time with family. And uh, I know in my family we've made this a time of gathering. We're not your traditional uh Christmas celebratory people. If you listen to my show, uh, you probably, you know that by me by now, you know, we tend to, um, you know, celebrate, uh, the more biblical holidays. And so, but we're off, you know, kids are out of school. We take advantage of it by having a family meeting. Uh, you know, one of the things that, uh, that we're doing as a family, just as a, uh, just as a word of encouragement to you, it's a sidebar today is, uh, you know, we're forming a, a family foundation. So we get together this time of year and uh, we report on, on how things are going. Uh, you know, this year we were planning, you know, we're going to launch this year. So we, uh, you know, finishing up our 5013C and uh, just the different uh, issues and what we're going to do for fundraising this year and and, uh, and where we're going to go. So we got that out of the way and uh, where we'll meet at. Uh, where we have our family meeting that it's just easier with kids out of school. You know, spring break always alternates, but, you know, Christmas break is consistent. So just to have cousins get together at a time, you know, most family reunions in the summertime and not everybody has a summer. Uh, we run uh, a summer program. Then we run our track program and do a lot of outreaches in the summer. So summer is not a gathering time for us. So our reunion happens uh, in December. <laughs> Uh, and so we just get together, you know, during this week, you know, because people out of college, everybody's, everybody's coming together and, uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward, you know, looking forward and, um, just challenging my, my, my children to start thinking with a multitude mindset to, to, to not to just raise their children. Uh, I just noticed the temptation is just to to be like everybody else. But I told you, you know, we have to raise them with a different, different thing and different mindset because they're going to be handling millions and they're going to be in charge of, uh, blessing the kingdom, you know, and, and, and helping distribute resources, you know, and I'll, I always just get amazed, you know, being a tax accountant, uh, as, as one of my ways of supporting myself, uh, you know, in, in, in ministry for years, 
you know, I got a lot of phone calls from people, you know, uh, just wondering about, oh, I seen on the news where everybody was paying their property taxes. I said, don't worry, it don't apply to you. <laughs> it's I said, it doesn't apply to you. You know what I mean? It, you know, it's amazing how everybody has this opinion on, on, uh, on the tax law and who or what it favors. But, you know, I, I haven't heard any tax accountant speak about <laughs> I've heard I've heard Hollywood celebrities and politicians speak, but I haven't heard any tax accountants speak on that. And I'm not here to speak about that today, but it's just amazing who we draw our information from the ability to, to interpret and uh, and things that, that go down. And so and, and on that note, I want to transition um, to uh, just encouraging everyone uh, to this weekend. You know, uh, you know, to understand just what it means and, and what a new year means and what a calendar means. Sometimes we get so entrenched on the common that we never really understand, you know, how we arrived at where we are or how our ancestors arrived at where they are. You know, on this weekend, you know, we'll be looking at uh, bringing in a new year, you know, to most of the world. Uh, and we have to we we tend to forget at times that a lot of the world isn't on the Roman calendar. You know, what I mean, every you know, Rome didn't whoop everybody. You know, what I mean, and, you know, in China, they're on a different calendar. Uh, my son uh, came home last week. You know, he had went to celebrate the Hmong New Year and, uh, you know, he went to a Hmong New Year celebration and he's come to like the Hmong New Year celebration. He said Dad, I like that. He goes. He go. He don't even tell us that. So he just goes. You know. What I mean? So he he likes going to the Hmong New Year celebration, and people have different time clocks, and people are on different things. Uh, I think the Jewish calendar year is fifty seven thirty three. China is a whole nother number, you know. But you know, those of us, you know, as we like to say, the year of our Lord. We're not. We really know it's not the year of our Lord, but it's close. You know what I mean? So two thousand eighteen. Uh, will will ring it in, and it coincides with, you know, you know this this other time. So we get two weeks off. With, with a week later, we have New Year's after Christmas. So, and then in some communities, uh, it holds a different kind of a meaning. I know, and when I was uh, growing up, you know, in the African American community, they always would have this event called watch night service, right? It was watch night service. And so you would get there and you would pray and worship and bring in the new year with prayer and worship. And then when I uh, became a Christian, uh, the church that I ended up going to was an assemblies of God, which is more of a charismatic Pentecostal. They were not just straight Pentecostal, but charismatic Pentecostal. And they would worship and pray in the new year. So that was, that was typical for me. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I was used to that. Even though I grew up in the Catholic church, we still had watch night service. And I'll explain that later on as it, as we transition into that. And so, so, so we were, I'm, I'm always used to praying in the new year, you know? And, uh, and so usually at the church, you know, we would do something or pray it in, or I would combine with another church this year. I'm going to go over to, uh, Emmanuel Praise, another four square church, uh, primarily a Liberian church. And I'm going to go over there and, 
and uh, and bring in the new year with them. I used to bring in new year with them all the time, and because they would stay there till five six in the morning, and then now they've they've become more Western, so they want to go home at twelve thirty, and <laughs> that's why I quit doing it at my church because nobody wanted to stay till two three in the morning. So I think I go over there with with the other people who stay up all night, but now they're getting more Western and they want to go home. You know, they pray in the new year, happy new year, yeah, 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 hug each other on the neck and go home. And I'm like, oh, man, oh, I got to find me another church that's going to stay up till five or six in the morning. Because uh, if you've listened to this show, you know by now I can stay in church all day. But it's like, but it, it's it's when you look at the, the time of celebration, there are some common things that we all tend to take with us in there. You know, in the watch night service, the watch night service was was primarily because during this time was when the Emancipation Proclamation was going to become official. And so, you know, uh, African people all over the world and African-Americans, they they prayed that night and prayed that this thing would go through and that prayed for the safety of people as they they leaned on this particular law. And so every year they still pray because, you know, as easy as you got it, it could be taken away. You know, so uh, so praying and worshiping on this night still holds there. And now people have forgotten a lot of times, even in the African American community, and uh, you know why the watch night service was even instituted or, or brought in to watch. You know, they to now it's just a time of praying, praise. You know, we just go get together, dress up real nice, and get together. And, and we're going to shout and have a good time. We're going to ring in the new year this way. Instead of ringing in the new year, like those around us who are in the world, who are, they're shouting and singing, but you know, they're shouting and singing with some, um, some accelerants in their system <laughs> and some depressants in their system. You know what I mean? To make this night, you know, a, a, a great night, you know, as they would say that, you know, we're going to party, party in the, in the new year. And so, so now it's we 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 lost that. And then, in the Pentecostal tradition, you know, we just pray and pray. We we just need any excuse, you know, to shout. You know what I mean? And we'll we'll take it. You know, so it's a new year. Hey, we're we're gonna shout. You know, but I I, I always like to be biblical in what I do, and 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 I always like, you know, as I always tell my my children, you know, that that, you know, I, I bow to scripture. You know what I mean? If you can, if I do something wrong and you can show me in scripture that I've done wrong, you can, you can criticize me, you know, you can put, but don't come to me with, I feel, I think <laughs> I won't. If I is in front of anything you say, I'm not listening to you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just not listening to you. You better start off with the word says, you know what I mean? You know, daddy, the word says, you know what I mean? And I stand corrected and I'll, I'll get to that point, you know what I mean? Because, you know, that's a basis. You know, we have to have a commonality, a thing that we both agree on that we that we both look at. And and you know, in in the word, the the God told his people to celebrate the new year. And the new year is called uh, you know, if I butcher it, don't get mad at me. Rosh Hashanah. And and so in Rosh Hashanah is a celebration of the new year. And there's some key things that were supposed to be done during this time. Of course, the shofar was blown, blown many times. You know what I mean? And I, I love the blowing of the shofar. I, I blow it during worship. I'll blow it at New Year's Eve. I, I'll, I'll, I enjoy that part. 
But the thing that I always liked the most about it was it's a time of reflection and it's a time of forgiveness. It's a time of reflection to reflect upon your life, what you've done that year and how well you, you, your life has lined up to the call and purposes of God in your life. It's a time of, of, of forgiveness, right? To not only forgive uh, yourself, but to forgive others, you know, you know, so you, you have to, you have that. And it's a, it's a shouting holiday. You know what I mean? That's why the shofar is blown. That's where the shout comes in. You know, it's just amazing how in all of these New Year Eve traditions, how powerful the shout is, right? You know, in 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 watch night service, there's shouting and worshiping and praising going on. You know, even in 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 praying in the New Year, there's shouting and worshiping going on. Rosh Hashanah, that New Year, you have shouting and the shofar being blown. You know what I mean? Even as New Year's Eve and secular parties, they're shouting, right? Everybody's counting down to shout happy new year, right? To blow the little, whatever instruments they're going to blow and make all this noise and the whole nine yards. And it's such a key thing because there's power in your shout. You know what I mean? When you, you know, we teach kids when we're teaching them how to throw the shot put you know, in the discus, you know, we tell them they got to shout, you know, you got to grunt, you know, you got to, you got to come with it because because that's where that extra bit of juice is going to come from. That's where it's going to come from. And, you know, and, and and the thing about it is, is you want to start your new year out with a shout, right? You know, I remember that old commercial used to say, shout it out, right? You had to, you had to shout and get your stains out, right? But sometimes you got to shout some things out of your life. Sometimes you have to break some shackles that are in your life. And sometimes that, that you need a holy shout, right? And that's, and that's what... What, what what you should have on the new year. You should come in with the new year with a holy shout. We also we all saw what a holy shout did to the walls of Jericho, right? We we know what a holy shout does in our own lives. I mean, when I know with me, when I can't shout, then I know there's something in me. There's something blocking me. There's something there's something there that that, that makes me want to be quiet. When I yeah, and and I'm not talking about your style of worship. You know, what I mean, it gets in there. I mean. But I'm just saying when when I'm unable to to yell, you know, what I mean, have you ever been in a situation where you've been so scared you can't even yell? <laughs> you know, you've been so scared you can't even yell. You know, you've been in a situation, you know, but when you can boom it, you know, what I mean, when you can let it go, then there it's like your pipes are clear that everything is clear. You can give God a shout of praise. You know, what I mean, you can say it, you know, you might have to lock yourself in your room and make sure nobody's listening. And just shout at the top of your lungs, and when you do, you feel better. I know I do. You know, sometimes I, you know, I'm 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 dealing with uh, a, a bill collector, or I'm dealing with a situation. I just go ah, feel much better. You know what I mean? <laughs> Try not to do it to the kids, but I'm gonna be honest. They can tell you. There's times I've shouted out at them, and I felt much better. But I don't know how bad I mean, how good they felt. You know, when it was all said and done. And I say this to say is that we look at what we do is that. And the similarities that we draw, you know, and whatever we do, you know, I love Christianity because it always makes room for our culture, you know, and whether your culture is, is the African-American culture or the African culture for watch night service or Pentecostal, you know, what I mean, or, you know, whatever it is, you know, the it, Christianity allows your culture to be celebrated. But as long as we understand, like I said before, as long as we understand that culture doesn't override scripture, as long as we stay within that context. 
and I, I and I and I like to be biblical, and I like to go. I like to do Rosh Hashanah that New Year, and I'll come back and do this New Year. You know, what I mean, I'll do another New Year with you if you let me. You know, <laughs> and uh, you know, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna keep it real, and I'm gonna keep it biblical. When we come back from the break, I just want to talk about uh, you know, once again, the power of a shout. And uh, in, in this time of year and things that we can do going into the new year and dealing with the subject of forgiveness. All right. Take care. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. People like you are turning despair to hope. The children in school just radiate the hope of Christ that they're receiving. I would just encourage anyone listening to just come alongside and support this work because it will have an eternal impact. Thank you for bringing hope to refugee kids this Christmas. Call 866-675-2844 or give online to am980themission.com. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, what's your life, man? I know a lot of people that are scared to go die. Couple of them thinking they'll be living in the sky. While I'm here living, man, I gotta ask why. What am I here for? I gotta figure out. Hey, welcome back to Isaiah 61, the radio ministry of Spirit of the Lord Church. Hey, as always, when in. Uh, always invite you out to feel welcome to, to, to come to service. You know, I want to give a shout out to the guys at. Um, Freedom Works, who invited me out uh, last Sunday uh, to a nice uh, little Christmas Eve barbecue, and man, uh, they uh, they fed me well. Sorry, fellas, about giving you a, a, a mini stroke when I <laughs> when I, when my legs gave out, but uh, it was just good fellowship. I mean, I, and I love good fellowship. I love when brothers can get together, and sisters also, and iron sharpen iron. We we talked about the word, man. We we sat there, we laughed, we joked, we watched a football game, we ate. Uh, you know, it was a it was a great. I spent, I spent almost four hours, yeah, you know, over four hours there, hanging out with those guys, and uh, and you know, it's just good to be around a group of guys who love the Lord. You know what I mean? And 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 have been made a commitment. If you, uh, man, if you haven't heard about Freedom Works, Freedom Works is a, a Christian halfway house ministry that goes deeper than just being a halfway house. They help guys in their spiritual walk, reconciling them back to their families. Uh, you know, they give them mentors where they can understand their finances, mentors to understand job placement, just a great environment. You know what I mean? And uh, they get together on Thursdays uh, for open Bible study for alumni, those who graduated. And, uh, man, they're just doing a great job. And let's give a shout-out to those guys and the commitment they're making to the Lord and to a changed lifestyle. You know, when you when you look at a changed lifestyle and you look at what like the new year brings in our tradition, sometimes we like to make New Year's resolutions. In other words, we 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 look at our life and we we say, like, wow, this needs to change. So we make a resolution this year that I'm going to change this. Right. You know, what I mean, I'm going to do this. You know, they sell more weight loss equipment this time of year because we didn't picked out Thanksgiving and Christmas. And now we got a New Year's resolution. We're going to lose some weight. So all the little weight loss places are running commercials <laughs> And uh, second wind is 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 making 
first dollar. You know what I mean? And it's like everything is going and we make these resolutions. But we, when you look at the biblical holiday of, of how the new year is celebrated, Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the world, the beginning of creation. You know what I mean? And so you look at the time frame that, that, that we're not even at 6,000 years according to, you know, God's calendar, but you know, you know, according to carbon dating, we got millions and billions running around here, you know, and, but, but it's to remember creation, the creation story, what God did and it's to come back and reflect upon our lives. And and, and forgiveness is a key because Yom Kippur comes right after Rosh Hashanah. And that's that's time of forgiveness. And we and we have to forgive, you know, and one of the things I find the hardest to do, and I don't know about you, is to forgive myself. You know, I you know, I made a decision last year that cost me a lot of money. You know, what I mean, I've been running a business and I've been and I've been taking meds and, and trying to improve, you know, having health problems and, I, you know, and and. And and I made a mistake, man. And I'm just like, it's hard to forgive myself for a five thousand dollar mistake, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, and that must hurt, you know. What I mean, you know, you know, it hurts your family, it hurts your plans, it hurts everything. And 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 you know, but I have to forgive myself, you know. What I mean, and a lot of times, you know, in the in the area of forgiveness, we feel justified and not forgiving people. But as we as we take this time, you know, this year, as we we're to reflect, you know what I mean? And it coming on a Sunday night and I know it'd be tiring to do church all day and then come back and do church at 11 or 12 o'clock at night. But you know, I like sitting in a watch night service or new year's Eve service. And I just like to reflect and I like to reflect and allow the Holy spirit to take me on a journey and take me on a journey for those things. And I, and I even though I reflect every night, you know, I still miss some things or I still harbor some things and I, or I skip over some things and, and and he comes back and he lets me know that, you know, that, hey, you know, these are some of the things you need to let go. And these are some things that need to be released. And so, it you know, no matter what your tradition or how you're going to pro- pro- approach it during this time of year, during the time of where the old is going out and new is coming in. You know, what I mean, it's a time of reflecting. It's a time of forgiveness. It's a time of enhancement. And it's a time to evaluate where you are in your journey, where you are. And, and what you're doing, you know, what I mean, I deal with so many young people who have no idea what their purpose is. They have no idea the reason why they were placed on this earth. And so it's, not, it's hard for them to even reflect on that journey because they don't even know where they're, they're reacting. You know, well, if I get this, I'll do this. And if this, you know, it's not I'm going to do this, you know, what I mean, and I'm I'm here to do that. And and I think that's 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 a product of us as parents. And that's a product of us as leaders, as of not sitting down and, and helping them to understand, you know, where their place is in this earth and in this realm. It's hard to even get married, because if you're going to tell a young lady that I'm about to take you on a journey and this is where it's going, you know what I mean? But if I tell you, I don't know where it's going, you just cute, I'm cute, and let's make cute children. You know what I mean? That that get old after a while, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, after a while, you got to understand where the journey's going and, and and so even I even encourage my children to reflect during the passing in the new year as that what is their journey, you know, based upon what they've been exposed to, uh, you know, in their 17, 24, 25 years of life. What do they feel God wants them to impact this year? What is it that's going to happen? What is this year looking like? You know, what is 20 years looking like? You know, so we always get to talking about that during this time of year and they go like, Oh, here go dad again. You know what I mean? But I, I'm trying to get them to see, 
You know what I mean? Because is I always tell uh, couples, you know, when they go there, I take that old Christmas carol and I say, do you see what I see? Because if you don't see what I see, we can't journey together. You know what I mean? You know, you got to see what I see. You know what I mean? And when I'm with my wife, I say, you see, if she, I don't see it. If, it, we, if she don't see it, then, it, then we can't go. You know what I mean? But when you see what someone sees, when you when you can reflect that, so as you get together and you cuddle up in front of the fireplace with your little honey, you know what I mean? If you ain't got a honey, don't go get one tonight. You know what I mean? You know, just don't get in trouble. You know what I mean? You know, just, but just up there, cuddle up with, cuddle up with Jesus and you sit there and, and see. You know what I mean? And see and ask the Lord to show you you, right? Whatever needs to be forgiven, forgive, but also whatever needs to be established or resolved, resolve. And that's not to stick to the typical things. I won't cuss this year. I'm going to lose weight this year or things like that. But let's resolve to make an impact in this earth for the kingdom. Let's make an impact. You know what I mean? That, that our, our money will make an impact. Our prayers will make an impact. Our words will make an impact. Our presence will make an impact. And it will make an impact for the glory of God. Happy, I hope, happy, merry New Year to all who are listening. And may you bring in the New Year with prayer and praise and a holy shout. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.